On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast... Stopping for Sabbath is about trust. It's about our faith in God to do what he says he's going to do, which is take care of all the things. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time that I don't stop, it's because I'm not trusting that God's going to do it. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And we want to say a big thank you to our friends at Momentum Tire and Car Care, three locations to serve you in North Carolina. So grateful for their sponsorship of the Girl Talk Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about Sabbath. Now, Mm. if you're like, I don't even really know what that means. I know it's a word that's used in the Bible. I know it was one of the Ten Commandments. But other than that, I'm out. I can understand that, but I want you to stay tuned because I think there's some very valuable things that we can learn from one another right now about Sabbath. So what is Sabbath? When I say that word, what comes to your mind? It's such a church word. It is a church like word. you say that and I and I think like, okay, it's time for hymns. Yeah. Take out your hymnal. Right. But it's so practical. I'm learning. It's really about rest. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to change my thought process from yeah. Sabbath being something, you know, from the olden times to something I need to do today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think growing up, what I thought about Sabbath growing up and what I think about Sabbath now are two mm-hmm. drastically different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But growing up, it was just one of those Ten Commandments that I didn't understand. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's a Ten Commandment and, oh, that's right. That's, the Jews are the ones who like keep it super holy. They yeah. don't even ride elevators Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or push buttons Mm -hmm. on you know they don't turn they don't cook anything they don't you know feed their they don't do anything on the sabbath day and so it feels legalistic it's always Mm -hmm. felt legalistic to me okay until i really began to kind of understand what Mm. how god modeled sabbath for us right and you know what that looked like from his perspective and it's not a religious thing right right okay so the word sabbath technically means a day of religious observance do y'all remember when you were kids and you like your parents like my dad was always about mow the grass he would never mow the grass on sunday because he said the grass would die now that's not true because lots of our neighbors mowed their grass and their grass didn't die but it was his way of honoring sabbath that's Mm -hmm. the way he thought or a lot of people didn't go out to eat restaurants on sunday um i've been kind of deep diving into sabbath and what it all means and um it's more than just rest. It's more than just a break. But we live in a society that has said you need to run from wall mm-hmm. to wall and mm-hmm. keep your schedule so jam-packed. And so I want us to start back. If we start in Genesis, you know, the scripture says that God finished his work and then he rested. That's what we mean of Sabbath. God who doesn't get tired rested. So that should draw a little question mark in your mind of a little bit like, okay, why would he rest if he doesn't get tired? Because scripture also says he doesn't sleep or slumber. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get Mm -hmm. tired. Mm -hmm. So why does he need to rest? Why do you think that he needed to rest? I think he modeled it for us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's very clear about, you know, six days you do your work and then you rest. Yeah. Right. I also think it's a foreshadowing. Okay. So Unpack hang that. with me. Hang with yeah. me for a minute. Yeah. So um, God knows us better than we know ourselves, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So he created Sabbath. He modeled Sabbath for us in the creation. Created everything in six days, rested on the seventh um, as a model for us. He did that 
to save us from ourselves Mm. because he knows that we are driven. He created us to accomplish. He created us to work the garden. He created us to be fruitful and multiply. And when you are fruitful and multiplying, you are, you are busy and hard at work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so he said, you need to have a break from yourself. Right. You need to have a break from the things that enslave you, the things that keep you busy. And I'm going to model that for you. But it's a foreshadowing to the ultimate Sabbath and the break from ourselves that's coming in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That Jesus came to save us from ourselves, came to save us from the rat race of being in bondage to sin. And so I think it's not just a time of rest. Mm -hmm. It's a time to reflect on the fact that um, we have been saved from the from ourselves, mm-hmm. from our own mm-hmm. sinful nature, from our own mm-hmm. nature to accomplish. Um, yeah. Because we don't know what's that. best for us oftentimes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We don't even know. Like, I am the world's worst. I'm so grateful to God that he put people in my life who can say, uh, you, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I don't take that very well. I tend to pout for a couple of days and, you know, but it, it's good instruction for me because I often don't know when I'm getting to the end of myself and getting tired and all those kind of things. But I want to, I want to just throw these at you because, um, I, I read this book on my way to Africa of all places. I read this book called the ruthless elimination of hurry. Ooh, John Mark Comer, right? John Mark mm, Comer. I yeah. know that so one. Good. Yeah. So I've good. shared it with our staff here in devotions several times, but there were so many like nuggets and, and he says that worship is about four things. So I want to give these to you. Okay. He says, worship in worship, you stop, you delight, you rest, and you worship. Give those to you again. Stop, delight, rest, and worship. So let's unpack all of those. Stop. <laughs> How popular <laughs> is that in our world? Because of these yeah. little screens that we carry in our pockets mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody stops. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you send a text message and somebody doesn't immediately text you back, you're like, what's the deal? Are they mad at me? Did I do something wrong? Or did I do that? I don't know if anybody else does that. I do that, that too. Okay. All right. So yeah. we just don't stop. We don't stop. I, I can't tell you the last time I've turned my cell phone off. Yeah. And I can make all these excuses like, well, my mom's, you know, older and she might need me and all the things. Right. right. The truth is I'm addicted mm-hmm. to my cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So stop. Stop is not only a stop of work, but coming away, a, a, a separating ourselves from the things that scream for our attention. So I'm talking for me. If I, if you were to say stop, what do you need to stop? Stop technology. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, you're going to make a comment. Yeah, I think the other thing is that part of why we're so addicted to our phones is also because of the people on the other side of that phone, and we are addicted to striving for their approval. Mm. If I don't text you back fast enough, I'm going to disappoint somebody. Yeah. And if yeah. I'm not available, 
then I'm going to disappoint somebody. So I'm, we're striving for somebody's approval. So I think yeah. that's the at the heart of part of it, what we need to stop is stop the striving for somebody else's mm-hmm. approval. Attention or yeah. approval, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, for sure there's part of that. Yeah. yeah. So stopping is not only stopping of work. Stopping mm-hmm. is the other things. You know, for me, it's, you know, very popular this day and time for culture to say, you need some time for yourself. Just go do a Netflix binge. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a Netflix binge, but is that what's good for your soul? Mm. Oftentimes it's not. I haven't found anything that I could say really feeds my soul. Mm -mm. Um, Unless you're going to binge The Chosen. Even then. Can we just stop right here and say, woot woot for The Chosen. It's just, it's awesome. The Jesus Revolution movie, both of those are really good. Oh, I haven't seen that Oh, it's so good. Stop now. Yeah. and go. Not now, because you're listening to this podcast or you're in the middle of this podcast. But once this podcast is done, go watch The Chosen. Okay, but some good stuff that can feed your soul. But but more of this is about distraction, I think. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because 99.9% of the thing that I am addicted to my phone for is distraction. When I don't want to feel something, when I don't want to deal with something, when I don't want to um, talk to somebody, an easy way out is to look at your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That is, I, my thing is distractions. So I need to stop the distractions. Mm-hmm. Once and for all, stop the distractions. Well, I'll say one other thing because, Carol, you talked about this before and we were we were all talking about this before, how stopping for Sabbath is about trust. Mm. It's about our our faith in God to do what he says he's going to do, which is take care of all the things. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time that I don't stop, it's because I'm not trusting that God's going to do it. If I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And that can be any number of things. It can be even good things. Mm -hmm. But when I, I won't stop, it's because I don't trust that God is going to do his God thing. And so I better help him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the right yeah. attitude that's good stuff mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so and maybe that's what sabbath is all about yeah it hits at the heart of it letting go sure. and letting god yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and realizing that we can't do it we can't do we can't do it can't it's do god's it. to do yeah mm. i think i preach i think if i would really i'm trying uh, i'm not there yet but i think if i would really give myself permission to turn off the phone and unplug for one day it would revolutionize my life. I really do believe that. Hmm. Um, and so why don't I do that? I don't know. We can hold you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so uh, what you're going to stop is different for everybody. You know, it may be, um, but just stop. Mm-hmm. You're, you remember when your kids were little and they, they would be doing something, you'd be like, stop, stop, sit still. Those kind of things. Um, and, and you're like, okay, I stop. Then what? The next thing that John Mark Comer says is delight in God. Mm -hmm. Delight in God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I just sit with that phrase. And when you delight in something, you're just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe that looks like a walk outside and enjoying the things that God just looking around. I mean, we live, we, we, we work on the, one of the most beautiful property, beautiful properties in the world, I believe, the, the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove. And how many times do I drive here and drive out without mm. stopping to look at the trees or right. going and spending time in the grove by the creek down there, just listening to the, to the rocks sing their praise to God. I mean, you know, it's those yes. little things that 
and and then when people come to visit, like, man, this is so beautiful. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Like I have to be reminded of that, and I drive mm-hmm. in and out of here every day. Yeah, that is so. And true. when we open our eyes to delight in the Lord, mm-hmm. we start to see little things that we didn't delight mm-hmm. in yesterday mm-hmm. because we missed them because we were too distracted, and then we delight more. Yeah, and then we delight so more, good. and it's like this beautiful cycle of dwelling in all the joys and beauty and love that that God has for us. Yeah, okay. and I think of so all good. the senses. I mean, delight in what you see, what you look at. You know, well, how is what you look at delighting in God? Yeah. You know, mm. enjoying food. Like, I am the world's worst. I could go to my mother right now and say, what is the one thing that drove you crazy about me as a kid? And she would have a long list. But on near the top was, I consume food at such a rate. I'm just ready to get to the next thing. Mm. And it's probably worse as there as I'm an adult because there's nobody to tell me to stop, <laughs> you know, because I just got to feel like I got to go do do the next thing. And so I don't take time to savor my food and delight. So I can smell the steak and gravy right now at my grandparents' Ooh, house. Golly, now I'm hungry. And the joy of being at my grandparents' house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the love, the unconditional love that my grandparents always gave me. Mm. And all that's wrapped up in the smell of... Yeah, using the senses. Steak and gravy. Mm. You know what I was thinking of? Um, when we used to, you know, this has been years and years ago, but we would, every Sunday, maybe one Sunday a month we wouldn't make it, but most every Sunday we'd go to my grandmother's house for lunch. And we would sit around a table with yes. our family. Yes. And and it, there nobody was in a hurry. Mm. Everybody mm. took their time. I always, because I was the youngest grandchild, I always had to sit at the kids' table. Even when I was married and had a child, I had to sit at the kids' table. But um, <laughs> but we would sit and just enjoy each other's company, yeah. have a cup of coffee, mm. you know. And so I, yes. I think there's something, too, delighting in God when you sit around a table with people. Yeah, yeah. Bread yeah. conversations yeah. that you don't have any other time. And mm-hmm. for sure what you're saying, the delight is not rushed. Mm-hmm. Delight takes Boy, time Take, right say it again what's in the back delight is not rushed mm. delight takes time mm. well and i think the thing that i'm hearing too what we just talked about were our grandparents mm. yeah and that's a bygone era mm-hmm. when was the last time you sat on a regular sunday basis around a table with other people with no distractions you didn't mm. have the tv on you didn't have your phone in your hand you didn't have you know, nonsense going on. You just sat. I've never and, had nonsense going on. Well, <laughs> just she no. brings the nonsense to the party. <laughs> so I'm not at your oh, meal. I love it. <laughs> but I think that gets to the importance of that stop yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's stop and go back to the way it was yeah. 30 years ago. What a change in our culture. Now, you took me back to my grandmama's um, big table. Mm-hmm. She had shrimp cocktail, and we told stories. She she lived in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and we told stories, just stories about the other funny mm-hmm. people and interactions, and this guy said this, and we all know the stories. Yeah, sure. yeah. And wow, mm-hmm. but we don't do that anymore, but we can. Yeah. We can make the decision. To we stop yeah. and then dwell. And delight. And delight, mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and the next one, everybody's going to, Amen at this one. Um, but I, I think I, I want to debate about something real quick. Okay. Rest. Amen. That was supposed to amen. There, <laughs> yeah. Amen. There is a rest that comes from sleep, and then there's a rest that comes 
from peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think they're two separate things. Mm-hmm. Because I, I had a couple of, um, or, or have been in a season of my life where my schedule has has slowed a bit and I've gotten more probably physical rest recently than I've had in a while. But my soul's not been at rest. Mm-hmm. I, I've been unsettled about mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And when you say the word rest, everybody's going to amen that because they're like, oh, I need a nap. But that that's not necessarily, I mean, it could be a Sunday afternoon nap, which I don't think there's anything better than a Sunday afternoon nap. But a lot of times there's something else. Yeah. Oh, I, the, I um, suffer with low back pain, and so I get a massage on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Intentionally to work out all I that think I stuff with it too. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes. can I suffer friend. too? Yeah. And this last time I was in there, um, I, I could not get settled. I mm. could not, I could not settle my brain enough mm. to in my heart enough and my body enough to even enjoy a massage. And that is a lot of mm. stuff. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of stuff. So yeah. yeah, you're right. You can be laying on a massage table, mm-hmm. which should be incredible. The rest. most rest. Right. Yeah. And you can be all junked up in yeah. your head and in your, your heart mind. and unable to get the rest you need. Yeah. I'll warn you, because I've been trying to do this. When you rest, you rest your spirit, you rest your mind as well as your body. You will have feelings. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dreaded feelings. The feelings. Yeah, when you're not distracting, when you're not running, when you're not doing, the feelings come. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning that you have to go through them in order to get the peace. Mm -hmm. So this rest that you speak of Mm -hmm. is vital, Mm -hmm. Uh, can be a nap, not not only a nap, but it's also allowing feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I've learned that they won't kill you, even the hard ones. And I'm learning that when I allow them and give them to God, process them with him, that is when the peace and the rest come. I think that is a true, true Sabbath right there. That's mm-hmm. like what? Mic drop. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. When you process through them with him. Mm-hmm. When you take them to God mm-hmm. and, and see, here's here's the reason that I I find that I get depressed or anxious or you just down in the dumps about stuff is because I just let that stuff roll around in my head. And then I'll talk to somebody about it and I still won't feel 100 percent about mm-hmm. it. But if I take it to God first, mm-hmm. like that's the way we were meant to, to yeah. operate. Yeah. But going back to your delight comment, it takes time mm-hmm. because. If you're anything like me, you have about 10 minutes of silence and you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Go. Check that one yeah. off. Well, yeah. Scripture says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Yep. Yep. And it's not I will give you sleep. Right. Yeah. It's I will take those burdens yeah. upon yeah. my own shoulders. Yes. And I will carry them for you. So just give them to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Can we so just good. give them all of it? Absolutely. Yes. And I think when we've dealt with those feelings, then we can truly step into the last part, and that is mm. worship. Mm. When we've dealt with those feelings mm. and we can, with an open heart, sing to the top of our lungs and raise our hands and bow in worship, mm. that is amazing. If you've ever experienced it, you're probably shaking your head right now. And cry in worship. Yes. You're making me cry now because yeah. God is so good that yeah, he yes. will do He'll this. I love I love it when I am feeling so much joy and worship 
in the father that the tears pop out of my mm-hmm. eyeballs. Oh yeah. That there is so much just the overflow of my own adoration mm-hmm. comes out in tears and not mm-hmm. the tears of I'm sad that something's going on. And so it's sparked this thing in right. me, but the tears of just yeah adoration and worship. Yeah. And remind, remembering how good and faithful yes. he is. That yes. is our response. Worship is our response to yeah. God's goodness. Y'all want to tell Y'all want to know what song gets me every time? Yes. Every single time. It breaks me to the point of tears. It is um, because he lives. Mm. When I start singing those words, yeah. because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My goodness mm-hmm. gracious. That right there is shouting ground. And mm-hmm. it's true. Just mm-hmm. like you, your feelings won't, yeah. won't win. They won't no. kill you. Mm-mm. And if you take him to God, mm-hmm. because he lives, because he's doing a work and Gosh, we all see it in your heart and life. I mean, it's been very evident how God's at work. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that concept of, you know, I I can bring all my junk to you and you're not going to turn away. You're not going to shake your finger at me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to judge me, but you're just going to embrace me. And and to have that moment of worship, Mm -hmm. I think that that flow is just so powerful to stop to delight, to rest, and to mm. worship. <laughs> My goodness. If we would do that and Sabbath one day a week, mm-hmm. and I'll just add here because, I mean, there's a lot of different resources out there, but the Bible, which is the ultimate resource, he said he rested on the seventh day. Mm. Right? Yeah. It was a day. A whole day. It wasn't 15 minutes. <laughs> or me, 30 minutes at max, you know. I'll tell y'all a funny story. For my 10-year anniversary here, I got a personal spiritual retreat up at the Cove. And uh, nice. it w- it was, for the first four hours, it was like heaven. And then by the time I got to dinner, I was jonesing for some people. And I was like, <laughs> hey, how are you? What's your name? You know, I mean, I just didn't know how to be by myself. And yeah. sometimes you mm-hmm. need some help. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that's that been the case with me. So I, I'm not there yet. Um, but I think it's what our souls need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we talk about growing in our faith, I think one of the reasons our growth is stunted is because we don't Sabbath. Mm. We don't take time away. We don't rest like we should. We don't stop. We don't find that peace in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Worship is confined to an hour on Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah. if that. We don't delight in God. We delight in what we have to do next or our busy schedules or how much people need us. Mm-hmm. Delighting in all the wrong things. And that's why we're empty. Mm-hmm. Because none of that stuff's going to fill us back up. And so I want to be first to say I'm not getting this right, but I'm working. I'm working on it. And uh, if you have ideas or things that have helped you, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Please. You're welcome to reach out. Girl Talk at thelightfm.org. Um, you can email us. You can also check in on the Facebook page, the girlfriend's page. Um, we would love to hear from you and how you are making Sabbath a regular part of your routine each and every week, because that's what we want for you. We want the rest and the worship and the stopping and the delighting. We want all those things for you, because that's when I think we get to the mm-hmm. abundant life that God has promised yes. to pay for mm-hmm. for us. Sure. So. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Girl Talk podcast, would you do us a quick favor? Would you rate and review wherever you listen to the podcast? That helps more people get to hear the message of the Girl Talk podcast, which is Jesus. Let's just 
Make no bones about that. We're here to tell people about Jesus and how to grow in their relationship with him. So if you rate the podcast and review it, that helps more people hear it. And we're going to choose a couple of those and send some wonderful prize packages out. So go ahead and do that right now before you forget. And thank you to our friends at Momentum Tire and Car Care for their sponsorship of the Girl Talk podcast. they got three locations in North Carolina. You can go see them whenever you want and make sure you hug their necks and tell them to thank you so much for being a part of the Girl Talk podcast. We'll save you a seat next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.